Hi guys, this is Fran. Feliz Viernes. Hope you had a good week. I had a really nice week. It was busy, but happy it's Friday. What are your plans for this weekend? Thanks for your DM and your messages. Always humble and grateful. I had a lot of positive feedback regarding my dating episode, really funny stories, and everyone is still sharing their dating stories. <laughs> so as everyone knows, I am a Scorpio. Where are my Scorpions out there? Scorpio's horoscope. Mars is a traditional ruler of Scorpio. This is a potentially power-packed day for anyone with Scorpio's sun because the energy of the day enhances a Scorpio's purpose, power, and willfulness. Awesome. So I want to welcome Josiah to the show. He is a good friend and he will be with me today. Say hi, Josiah. Don't be shy. Hello. Hello. <laughs> He's such a good person. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. And we are going to keep talking about dating. We all love that conversation. We will talk about funny stories. What's the expectations? Where do you go on a first date? So Josiah, how has your experience on dating nets have been? Have been, they have not been great. Um, I don't get much luck on dating apps. They're uh, very uh, hit or miss with me. Uh, it's a lot of just look at this person's picture, uh, read through their bio, uh, check whether you like it or not next. So I prefer getting to know the person in person, face to face, learn their reactions, see what um, I like about them, what they like about me, all this and all that. But you just can't really get that on dating apps. So my experience isn't all that great with those. I've used like Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, and just none of them, none of them really uh, struck a chord with me. Really? Do you pay uh, memberships like for Bumble, Tinder? I think I heard Tinder was free or do you have to pay? I've never used Tinder, never used Bumble, so I'm just curious about that. They do have the uh, membership options where you can pay to see who likes you and all that stuff. But I'm not, I haven't really uh, paid for any of those. So I don't really know much about that side of the dating apps. Oh, okay. I mean, I've heard of Bumble and I mentioned it before, heard Bumble. And Bumble is where if you like someone, do you like send them a message and the girl has to message back. Does she make the first move? How does that one work? So yeah, Bumble is all about the girl making the first move, but it is still like you send a like and then they do have to like you back and then you have to match. And then they get this uh, window of time where they can send you a message. And if they don't send a message, it just unmatches automatically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Match.com. Have you ever used that one? I think that one's very, that one's very popular and they have like Christian Mingle. They have so many others. Hinge. I've heard of Hinge as well. And also Zeusk. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but I did mention it on my prior episode. 
No, I haven't really uh, heard of or used other ones other than the Bumble Tinder. So no, not really. Okay, interesting. So just say, um, how old are you? Twenty-four. Yes. Okay, you're twenty-four. I thought you were about twenty-three, but I wanted to like confirm it with you. <laughs> I thought you were twenty-two, twenty-three years old. Um, so Josiah, where do you think you should go on a first date? What is your own personal opinion about that? Uh, me personally, it is definitely somewhere where you can get to know the person. Um, I have had the mistake of asking people to go to the movie theaters and for a first date, and it was always not a good idea. So definitely like a park or get some lunch or some coffee or something. Um, or you can get to know the person and just talk to them face to face. So that's my opinion. Okay. Yes. I've talked about the first dates on the last episode. We were talking about that where there've been people that go to the movies. And I just think that for the first date, that's not a really good idea because you can't really get to know the person. I think the park is nice. I mean, right now in Arizona with this dry heat, humidity, 120 degrees out there, that poor girl will be melting away <laughs> if you're walking with her. Like it's so hot here in Arizona. You just want to stay inside your house in the cool AC or in a swim or, you know, be swimming. But I think going to Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, that's not a bad idea. Low key, you can get to know the person and talk without too many or too much interruption. So speaking of first dates, I received some messages. There was a girl that says she met someone online and he invited her to go see him play at a chess game. Imagine that, like, what do you think about that? I'm not trying to laugh, but chess game, I mean, everyone has their own hobbies. She did go and she said it was really boring. It was just intense. And she didn't even really get to talk to him. Like she was just sitting there almost like a cheerleader looking at him. And he was like so into it. And then after that, he was mentally drained. And I think they really didn't go out anywhere. Like if you play chess, would you invite a girl to go play, to go watch you play chess on the first date? It doesn't matter the other ones, the first date. On the first date, definitely not, no. You'd be like, checkmate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had another one. She said that it was online as well. Shocker. She said that he asked her to go like skydiving. I don't know. I would be like, well, I'm not a Bond girl because I would feel like that and I'm scared of heights. Do you like heights, Josiah? Oh, I'm terrified, terrified of heights, but skydiving is on my bucket list, so I'll save that for later in life. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it there's indoor skydiving, and I think it's just the adrenaline. I feel like a lot of people do like that adrenaline, almost like the roller coaster. I mean, I would do a roller coaster, but I'm still scared of heights. I used to be very brave when I was, you know, like 15, 16, 17, like really young, but... I don't know. I'm like, no, I can't do that. Start getting anxiety up there. <laughs> my heart racing, my Fitbit is like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> so Josiah, can you picture yourself married with children right now? 
Right now, definitely not. Um, just because I'm still trying to get the job I want and still trying to go to school and all that. And I'm still catching up on bills and everything. So uh, married with kids, definitely not right now. Okay. There are a few um, people in their 20s that are married or engaged um, with children and they make it work. That's great. Do you know anyone, any of your friends are married? Do they have children, people you went to high school with? I do have uh, three close friends who two of them are getting married this year, actually. And one of them got married a few years back and he has like four kids. Um, but yeah, they're all, we're all the same age. Uh, every time we see the guy with four kids, we're like, are you okay? Cause he has bags under his eyes. He's always super tired. We see him once a year, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know how he does it. Yes. You bring kids to the picture. It's hard. It's all about them. It's all about the children. And especially when they're newborns, you know, their sleeping patterns, you can be exhausted, you can get tired. It just happens. So yes, you'll get bags under your eyes for sure. I was reading um, an article, as everyone knows, I love to read, I like to do my research. And it was saying that the average person is getting buried by their their 30s. Each state is different, but it ranges from the age between 30 and 34. Do you think, Josiah, um, that in your 20s, it's about meeting someone, getting to know, and then, you know, um, getting your job, your career, and then thinking about the future and marriage? If you had um, a girlfriend right now and you're dating you want to be able to prepare yourself, correct? And get, the, like you said, get the job you want, um, finish school, and then maybe you move in with her, get married. Like, what is your opinion on that? Um, well, me personally, I'm a little um, old-fashioned because my, my dad, he grew up the breadwinner, basically. So he paid for all of us, uh, paid for my mom. He said, you don't have to work, just take care of the kids. And I'm a little bit the same, but I'm more like, I'll provide for the family. And then you, if you want to start a career, go for it. There's not, nothing wrong with like two incomes in the house. So I definitely want to get to a point in life where I'm able to sustain a family on my own, just in case anything happens. So I, that's where I want to be myself. Just because it's, it's the comfort is what I want, I guess I'm saying, trying to say. Aww. That's nice. And I think um, you see, like you said, you saw your dad, you see that. And a lot of times it's like setting the example. Um, I mean, back in the days, think about it, 80s, 90s, when our parents were getting married or got married, sorry, they a lot of times the the man was the one that worked and the you know the wife stayed home to care of the children i know that because when i was growing up um, my mom did not work until we were older and my dad was the one that worked his schedule was like monday through saturday he had a shop my dad's a mechanic in brooklyn 
And he was the one that worked and took care of the bills and did everything. And my mom took care of us. So, you know, like you said, the time, you know, I'm sorry, times have changed on that, but it's something that you would like to do as well in the future. If you meet someone that's great, you'll always support her in her career. Cause now it's always, it's, it looks like it's two incomes. I mean, everything is expensive. You go to the supermarket, gas prices, the houses, everything is so expensive. So I feel like the two incomes, everyone's getting prepared. If you want to live that very comfortable life, you have to do that. Um, also, I was reading that in the 80s, in the 80s, um, the woman, uh, I'm sorry, you know, a woman would get married by the age of 22. And I think my mom got married. I don't know if she got married at 21 or 22. I should have confirmed that with her. And my father's probably like three, maybe three or four years older than her. I think so. But do you imagine that like at 22 years old and just like I meant, you know, I mentioned to you getting married at your age, like my dad was already married and working and providing for my mother and how the times have changed now. I feel like everyone is getting married at a later age. And especially I also was reading about millenniums where they want to establish themselves. They want to get their career, um, their job. They want to save money before they can go ahead and maybe have children. Is that correct? Like for you? Yeah, that's about right. Um, my parents as well, they were, I want to say 18 to 20 when they got married. Um, they had a kid before they got married and then they had another one during the wedding. Um, so it was them too. And then they had two others, me and my brother. So they had plenty of kids very, very soon. They didn't really think about being stable at the time. Cause it wasn't, like you said, not everything was super expensive. Yeah, it was it was up there, but it was manageable. <clears throat> but yeah, definitely nowadays it's you need a lot of support from either end. Okay, and another one that I was reading was um, it said that in 2018, only 29% of Americans got married between the age of 18 and 34. So I have to keep researching and looking at numbers. I always get curious between the ages of 18 to 25, maybe 25 to 30, and then so so forth. But I also think the cost of living has a lot to do with that. I mean, in the 80s, houses were about $64,000, and it all depends from state to state. And here in Arizona, because we live in Arizona, you know how expensive it is the starting price is about 450 500,000 if you're lucky enough and it's like crazy how the market the house grocery like i mentioned gas prices everything's gone up do you think that factors a lot with a lot of um people waiting maybe to maybe get serious and maybe just date around for a while I definitely think that it plays a big part in dating and relationships just because the the stress of having to deal with your own bills 
um, all this groceries, everything on your own, basically it just piles on. And then you start thinking about a family, a wedding, how much a wedding is going to cost, how much kids are going to cost. So I think it really stops people from getting into a family, not just early, early on, but a little, even later on, they just want to have their own money, have their own life. So I think that leads to people dating around. So that way, they don't have to be committed to one person. They don't have to have kids potentially with this one person, get married with this person, and then spend all their money on their family. So I think that that definitely affects um, this generation a lot, like the cost, and it's just bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, you hear so much. I don't know if I'm hearing the term situationships, <laughs> friends with benefits. Yeah. There's so many people with the situationships like, okay, we're together, but we're not together or questioning what are we? And maybe that's what it is. Like no one wants to really commit. Um, I'm not saying everyone's like that because I feel like there are some 20 year olds that they have their boyfriend, their girlfriend, they're in a committed relationship. Some of them have moved in together. They're engaged. They're planning to get married and save up to buy their house, which is great. You know, I feel like if you find that person, it doesn't matter how old you are and you build that foundation and you want to grow together, then that's awesome. That's what I think. And it's just funny, not funny. It's crazy, basically, how back in the days we mentioning our parents, there was no dating apps and you met, you were maybe social, more socially out there. You would go to your local bar or meet through mutual friends or at a party and event. I think my mom says she met my dad like at a party, you know, my mother as a I mentioned in my first episode, my mom's from El Salvador, and I think she mentioned that she met him at a party. And my father's like this, you know, tall Dominican dude. And he had like the Jackson 5 Pro, I think, the handsome stud, my dad. And he approached her. I think that was the story. And they took it from there. And they were just talking, got to know each other. Imagine no cell phones, no text messaging. I think it was so different because you actually were like, oh my God, I'm going to call this girl. I'm going to call this guy or I'm going to go invite her to go eat, have lunch, go get some ice cream. And now it's all text messaging. Do you think a lot of that has to do with how maybe we are, the dating, you know, Instagram, Facebook? I have been out to dinner and when I'm eating... I'm looking around and I see a group of friends with their phones. They're sitting next to each other. I'm like socialize. No one's socializing or couples that are doing that. I would be like, put your phone away. Just like, let's enjoy this night. What do you think of that? I think definitely social media and phones have made everyone a little more socially awkward. Um, it's a lot harder to get a conversation out from people sometimes um you're just it feels like it's hard to come up with something that you can relate to uh, like when people text they can relate to anything but when you're in person it's it's a lot harder for some reason it's just they don't know what to say they don't know how to think 
they need to type it out first, in my opinion. It's, I feel like it's happened a lot. And yeah, even with my nephew, uh, he's 12 years old. And I'm always telling him, put the phone down where we're talking right now or just something. But he's always on his phone, watching YouTube, doing something. And I'm like, you're 12. When I was 12, I didn't even have a phone. I was out there playing or something. And it's just, it's, it's rough. <laughs> it's rough. Yes, the phones. And like I said, I've seen it. I have gone to the stores or I've gone out to dinner and I'm looking around and there are couples there. And I'm like, wow, like you should be talking or how was your week? But everybody is on their phone. And like you said, sometimes it's easier to just text message. It's like you can actually talk while texting, but when you're in person, it's a little bit, it's not, I don't want to call it awkward, but it's just more harder. And I've heard that before from a lot of um, people saying, yeah, like the conversations, like, you know, if we're texting, it's like natural, but then when we're face to face, it's like crickets, crickets. And I was like, okay. And also I feel in, you know, it's more socially accepted that women don't have to marry right away. I feel like back in the days, it was like, okay, you're 18, 19. Okay. You met someone. And then now it's time to give me grandbabies. And I feel like now, um, we're waiting more like, you know, women are waiting more maybe to have children. She wants to establish herself as well, career wise. And we, you know, like we mentioned it, the dual income, which we see that a lot now. And, you know, and back in the days, it was the majority of time, it was just one income, one income with five children and we survived. Do you imagine that? And it's just the times. It's the times um, I feel like between the social media, with the dating and just talking to you, getting more, you know, more insight on, wow, like the Bumble or whatever dating app you decide to join. I personally thought that maybe being in your early 20s was a little bit more fun and more where you're getting to meet so many different people. But I didn't know that for some people, it can be frustrated and it can be like, ah, oh, shit, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. Are you currently in any, on any dating sites? I'm on and off. I'll just like swipe through, see who's on there being a little, a bit of a, bit of a hypocrite. I'll just swipe through, see who's on. But Never, never really looking much into it now. Okay, yeah. And I've heard that before where there are people that have their dating sites, um, like Match. Match has a subscription. And then once the subscription is done, they're not on it. But then they subscribe maybe for five months later. I don't know if that happens to you because they're like, you know, I didn't meet my other half at the Target store or Walmart by the gummy bear section. <laughs> and I hear so much about frustrate, you know, the, the dating world, it's frustrating. And I'm like, wow, I've talked to a couple of people as well, you know, from every different age group, twenties, thirties, forties, and 
you kind of hear the same thing. So for me, it's like, no matter how old you are, it's frustrating. And then, you know, just like you mentioned before, just looking at the dating app and liking someone, reading their bio, and then you're trying to set up a date. So when you're on a dating site and let's say you click with someone, how long does it take you to meet someone in person? Like once you're text messaging or messaging each other through the app, what do you think it's a good time frame? Like, do you message for a week, two weeks, and then say, hey, do you want to meet up? Do you meet up right away? I'd say meet up, not right, right away, maybe like within a week or so. Because I'd say try and get to know the person as soon as you can and try not to make this person just text messages, you know? So try and uh, meet them in person, get them to get to know them soon. Um, so yeah, I think it's better to get them, get to know them within the week rather than taking forever to get that first date. I think that's smart too. And I mentioned that in one of my prior episodes that text message each other, get to know each other. I think a week, sometimes it can take a little longer just because of everyone's work schedule and then just meet. And if you connect, that's great. You go on your second date, you get to know the person. And if you don't connect, then goodbye. I wish you the best. There are people that I have heard stories where they have text message for like a month like pen pal buddies. And then when they meet, no connection because they think this is the one, this is my person. And then they're like disappointed. And that's what I talked about, that type of expectation. Like just go and say, you know, I don't know how this person's going to be. Let me sit down, see if we click. If we don't, I'm not so disappointed. Because reality is when you're single and you're really messaging this person, you have these little butterflies, you feel like, oh my God, this is a connection. And then when you're meeting them, and I've had that before, you're like, oh, shit, I don't wanna say the F word. <laughs> I wanna say it, I feel bad. <laughs> you're like, oh shit, you know, like, this is not what I wanted. So I think the more, the more you're on apps, the more you date, you kind of go with the flow and you already know that. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I went through it before and this is personal experience as well. And like I said, if you don't like that person, bye. Like, okay, we didn't connect. So very interested to hear all of this. Um, I want to thank you so much, Josiah, for taking your time to answering these questions getting your perspective, really interesting. And I really enjoy having you here. I appreciate you having me here. I've never done anything like this and it was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad. Maybe I'll have you, you know, later on so you can tell me more about what's going on in the dating world. All right. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We will continue this conversation. I hope everyone has a good weekend. Bye, guys.